Yeah! Wow. Woohoo! You're excited today. What happened? Well, our first guest, this is the first time one of our guests is going to be president. That's true. Sorry, Doug Chia. But Sorry, Doug Chia yet. and Seth Wickersham. You, <laughs> you got beat to the punch. Live from the Black Rock Tree Hugger Conference Room, sponsored by Greenpeace. I've you know, been because, in that conference room. Because Black Rock, isn't that what they do? They basically attack whaling boats. That's, they're just a bunch of tree huggers, right? According I did to Vivek? See, I did see Larry Fink tied to the front end of a whaler. Yeah. It's the ESG industry's only weekly woke data podcast and really only ESG, only ESG anything. We do we do this daily. We are it. Yeah, that's true. Ah. I'm not sure anybody asks for it or needs it, but we do it. We're it. We we <laughs> we are Chuck D, one of my favorite rappers as a kid. Chuck D, rap, uh, head of Public Enemy called Rap Music, the CNN for black people. Matt, we are the, the what are we we're the cnn we're the esg well, for well, i don't know for, where what this are we? is going but i'm uncomfortable <laughs> and vivek would already say that this doesn't sound very merit-based so i sent him a congratulations email so if you haven't heard loyal yeah. listener vivek ramaswamy who's on this show um to talk about the anti-woke movement although he said he's not anti-anything but oh, in his sure. campaign ads says he's a- basically been labeled the head of the anti-woke well every Um, headline i see and i see a lot of headlines either calls him anti-woke or anti-esg yeah that's right he doesn't actually stand for anything he's just anti he's just anti something although he said he's not anti anything on our show he was on our show he's gonna he could be president he's on our show on today's show we talk about a bunch of ceo pay ratios can you believe we talk about stuff like that I mean, who uh, yeah. does? We a bunch of board saber matrix data. Again, this is our own proprietary data. So all the data, most of the data we're referring to today is ours. If you want to buy it, and a word from our sponsor at the end, Matt. Uh, before we get going, our show today yeah, is being sponsored by S Gauge, your ESG data solutions provider. So yeah, that's great. Let them let them cheer. Let them cheer to the heavens. For once, right, I agree with the audience. For once, before we get to the uh, uh, CEO worker pay ratios, do you want to? You obviously want to talk about. I mean, do Vivek. I want to? I don't I, really I care. I have Go to. ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so here's what Lou Dobbs had to say. Don't know much about this fellow yet, <laughs> but I sure like the way he thinks. I mean, so far, so good. Pretty much says it all, right? I mean, that does that not, in a nutshell, uh, uh, sort of an adequate description of that whole anti-ESG movement like they don't really know what's happened no thoughts been put into it but yet here we have opinions we have grand thought grand opinions well let's be honest yeah. let's be really truly honest we're, this we're talking about Vivek Ramaswamy I don't know him but I like him yeah <laughs> here's but here here's the best part yeah before he was on business pants not running for president after he was on business pants, true. running for president. He realized. I think yeah. it's here. Here yeah. is where he came up with the idea. Yeah, he realized that he could sway us. He, he I think he thinks he convinced us. Yeah, I, I think he he realized he he reached our audience and thought, well, those idiots haven't bought board saber metrics yet. So right. they, Plus, we can. If you, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of our audience is in New York. You're in Connecticut. I'm in Maine. 
if you can get those three blue states, I mean, come on, you basically already won. If you imagine if he got New York, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, good one. Um, and by the way, Strive Asset Management, I know you're listening. I really believe someone there listens because I think they get a kick out of how much that we love to hate them. We're gonna keep reaching out to you to try to get somebody back on because just just come on, just come just on not show. responding to us is not gonna make let us. We're not gonna stop asking by just ignoring us Vivek no, said did, he'd come back i did email him to congratulate him on his campaign yeah that was very um, earnest and, of you and, and wish him good luck uh -huh. and told him if he ever wants to talk to the woke lefties again um we're available no, i think you screwed up you should have told him you promised you should have told him that he promised to come back i don't think that promise was a real promise. that was right, one of those let's get to it all right let's do it i guess that's appropriate music now Sounds into the presidential. Of America. It's also All an right. appropriate end. I have a huge list of the biggest CEO worker pay gaps in America. Of, of all places, Matt, I found this on AOL.com. I, I, I really like honestly, <laughs> I did. I found that's where I found this article. Uh, it's based, I believe, on research from the Economic Policy Institute, along with some Bloomberg data. Um, so I have a list. It's really just in uh, in order of the worst to the worst pay ratios at the stop, and we'll just I'll name the company, and we can just we can just sort of pepper in some of our own data, board center metrics data. Are you ready? You know the Economics Policy Institute. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. is though. Are, are they the one that um, that files all those shareholder proposals? They have such like terrible names. It's hard to keep them. What are you trying to say? I, I don't I, I'm not sure if it's the same one. They might be. Are they left leaning? Are they right leaning? What are I they, don't know. What are they doing? Well, uh, call us and come on our show. Actually, I'll reach out to them. They'll, get, they'll have them come yeah, on. There we go. All right. Uh, first up, Amazon. Oh, this actually uh, kind of surprises. Uh, me. This actually, it surprises me a little bit, but not when I realized that Andy Jassy uh, made two hundred and thirteen million dollars last year. So what? Uh, but. I'll be fair, Matt. There's not a lot to say about a company like Amazon because this is still Jeff Bezos' world. It's still his world. He controls, despite not being the CEO, he controls 68% of the board influence. So if yeah, he wants to correct. pay Jassy, he's going to effing pay Jassy. He's going to do whatever he wants. How dare you even say that he shouldn't? In fact, yeah. how about this little stat that only we could provide? Uh Andy Jassy, the CEO of Amazon, his influence is only 6.7% of the board. That's it. Yeah, that's correct. That's incredible. And, and here, here's a number. Incredible. Judith McGrath, the chair yeah. of the pay committee, who is ostensibly putting together the pay package oh, stop. for <laughs> Andy Jassy, 1.5% of the influence of the company. Yeah. Well, again, this is Jeff Bezos' world. 1.5%. So we can move on uh, from this one. And, and again, you don't get this kind of data at your normal ESG provider. What was the uh, pay ratio there? Uh, that pay ratio would be six, roughly 6,500 to 1. It's 6,500 to 1. The median worker pay at Amazon is about $33,000. So let me ask you something. Yeah. If you were working in an Amazon warehouse, peeing in a bottle, and you found out hmm. I've never that... peed in a bottle, but to, to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I've never peed in a bottle. Really? 
It's that, really freeing. You should try that, it. No, I don't. I really don't want to. I don't even have any bottles around. You just have, get get a wide mouth. Bottle. I have a thermos. <laughs> don't try that. Um, if you heard mm-hmm. that the CEO makes your annual salary because the average like warehouse worker makes what sixty thousand bucks a year, he makes your annual salary in less than ten days. Yeah. Would you unionize? Yes, the answer is yes. But, yes, but correct. more importantly, I more can't importantly, figure out why they're unionizing. I would stop working in the warehouse. I would actually apply at the cheese area in the Whole Foods, and I would probably eat like another thirty thousand dollars in free cheese because I love that. <laughs> what? Well, that's the worst idea I've ever heard. Uh, number I'm just intolerant. Number two is uh, New Skin. Oh, ugh. Uh, they have a. I already hate them. What the, What do they make? Okay, here's the problem with this company, because the whole company is a scam. It, their pay ratio, CEO worker pay ratio is 5,000 to 1. It's a, multi, it's a multi-level marketing skin and beauty company. So should we really be talking about them? No. Median worker pay, the median worker pay is $1,300. So yeah. I, I say we don't talk about them unless you want to say something about our board sabermetric data here. I will just say that yeah. Thomas Pisano is the mm-hmm. board is the chair of the pay committee. Yeah. He's the oldest member of the board by seven years. He's seventy seven years old. Okay, um, and he has a fourteen year tenure on the board. And his one shining accomplishment is routinely being in the bottom quartile for CEO pay ratio. He pays the most of pay chairs of his peers. So good for Thomas Pisano. Western Digital. Uh, 3,300 to one CEO worker pay ratio. This is CEO David Geekly? I don't, I, I Geckle. <laughs> That's I a totally know. different name. I don't know what you're uh, Here's the board sabermetrics data on this company. This is what you need to know about this company. The CEO controls 27% of the influence of the former CEO and chair, Matthew Massengill, 26%. So this is their show. This is the CEO and the former CEO control this board so it would make sense to me that the ceo's pay would be astronomically high no well it well their the their pay committee chair martin cole Mm -hmm. is actually on two boards and let's not get confused he's on the board of western digital corp and on the board of western union are those those entities related they're totally different entities. that's weird unrelated entities martin that's strange western union he has the dubious distinction Mm-hmm. of um, being in the bottom quartile for CEO pay, meaning it, like relative to peers, he loves paying the CEOs and the bottom quartile for TSR everywhere I've ever oh. been. So he he returns little shareholder return for high pay. He's like a CEO's dream. Well, I was going to say, uh, clearly he's a puppet, right? Because the, the CEO and the former CEO are deciding what goes on here exactly so yeah. that's you keep that guy as the pay chair correct uh discovery media i don't, I, I don't even know if i want to I, I can't do this I, this is very confusing to me these media companies are terrible i would suggest to all of our listeners to just never uh, uh invest in any media company uh, the, the ceo pay last year for david zaslav was about 250 million dollars Based on a $202 million option award he received. Uh, but, you know, again, this is a, yet another media company, yet another merger. Uh, it's all nonsense. I mean, is it really I love that his, his, yeah. his pay was going to be $50 million and they were like, 
you know what? You need a bonus, $200 million bonus in order to incentivize you. I mean, the, the, the pay committee chair is, uh, is also the board chair, Robert Myron, whose son is also on the board, Stephen Myron. <laughs> so forget this. this what, move, yeah, this is, yeah, this is, what is this? I don't know. Well, I really don't look, know. Why are companies like this allowed to be even listed? This is, not, this is not a counterbalance to management. But this isn't a question of the companies themselves. Yeah. The companies will get away with whatever they can get away with. This is the question of who's investing in this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, you're voting on these board members. These are still one share, one vote companies. We haven't listed a company with dual class votes where you don't have rights. Why are we rubber stamping these human beings? Another company we can skip is Expedia Group. That's a 3,000 to one pay ratio. The CEO, Peter Kern, made $300 million. That's right. A $295 million stock and option grant. But this is Barry Diller's show. He yeah, decides. So let's yeah, move on from this. Yeah, this is terrible. Like, who cares? So I'm lost. Uh, we could we could talk about Mattel. Their ratio is twenty seven hundred to one, but their median worker pay is six thousand dollars. What? Dude, but I gotta hand it to Mattel. They're at least being honest. A lot of their workers are in uh, offices where there's a lower cost of living, and it looks like they're being forthright about that. Yeah, six thousand dollars. Well, I think they're admitting that they've offshored most of their labor, right? So do we give them credit for not for actually being honest about their median worker pay at least? No. No. We, I, <laughs> okay. I mean the the head of the the yeah. pay committee is Michael Dolan. Oh yeah. He has a quarter of the board's influence and he's been there for 18 years. Uh, How is yeah. that guy objectively choosing pay? Of all the companies that we've covered we're covering today, this is an outlier. I've never seen uh, a, a regular independent director with so much influence. It's really it is really odd. And he's at the bottom. He's been on three separate boards in our data. He's at the bottom quartile for CEO pay across all of them. And yeah. he's terrible at worker productivity, which is shocking considering how little he pays the workers. Right. Well, but like, this what do you is, expect. So this this work this CEO pay ratio is all about that low pay because of offshoring jobs. So let's move on. Uh, same with Manpower Group. Same median worker pay is eight thousand um, dollars. Skechers. Twenty three hundred to one pay ratio, but again, this is CEO and chair Robert Greenberg. Yeah, he controls sixty eight percent of the board influence. Yeah. And again, you need this data, people. You're not going to get this from your normal ESG. That's a psychotic amount of influence. Come you're on, not, you're not going to get that from them. We have that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's where it gets interesting. I I notice a, a pattern in this data, Matt, and that here. Let's go to the TJX companies. Okay. Okay. What's the pattern? Um. CEO made $32 million, uh, median worker pay $14,000, pay ratioed about 2300 uh, That doesn't sound like the worst we've heard so far. But here's the weird pattern, and I think there's something interesting going on. So for all of you nerds, put down your, your submarine sandwich and listen to this, because this could be a research paper. <laughs> or or maybe just something to impress your manager over at like Glass Lewis, wherever you are. Okay, so listen. You love Glass Lewis. Uh, uh, or State Street. <laughs> Don't throw them in as a <laughs> consolation prize. CEO Ernie Herman controls f only 15% of the board influence, right? Only 15%. Wow. So, so there's an actual democracy going on here, it seems, right? That's really low, yeah. The pay committee in aggregate controls 
37% of the board influence, right? So my question was that I wrote down in my notes is why all caps for four question marks? Why the hell would they listen to this stupid CEO? Why are they giving such a astronomical pay package? What the hell is going on? So I looked up the vote. I looked up the shareholder vote. They agree, Matt. They rejected this this wow. pay plan. Sound pay rejected. Did they get a majority vote? Uh, yes. Wow. Majority vote against uh, Sam Pay at TJX Companies. And now the pattern is going to start to happen. Yum Brands, same thing. The CEO has 15% of the influence. The pay committee has 50% of the influence. Wow. Right? So I was just like, why? Why? Why is this happening? Uh, same thing. The say on pay was rejected by 48% of shareholders. That's a victory. I mean, I know it's not a, it's not over 50%, but. So wait, the yeah. pattern is. Tell me. All right. Well, I, you correct me. <laughs> yeah. The CEO, when they're a low influence CEO, but yes. get a lot of pay, you yep. see big rejection from shareholders. No, it's more complicated than that. It's a low no. CEO influence, but the it's the pay committee actually has a has a much higher amount of influence than so the So it's CEO. almost like the investors are like why yelling at the WTF. Pay yeah. yeah, they're saying why are you paying that guy so much money? Yeah, because usually we can see a pattern. We can see that the the company's controlled or that the uh, you know, that the CEO has a lot of power or maybe the compensation committee is all, you know, a bunch of buddies or a bunch of CEOs, but but in these situations where I'm like, why? I don't get it. The shareholders seem to be agree that we, even without our data, they know That's something bad. is wrong. And so we finally proven something, Actually, maybe. Yeah. I think it's more interesting that they're doing that without our data because then what they know is that CEO is like in conversation and actual discussions with them. They probably know that CEO is a weak jerk. Okay. And, I like this too. Uh, and we put a number on how weak of a jerk they are. I mean, this is impressing me. Coca-Cola Company, uh, CEO Chair James Quincy, again, a lower amount of influence than the all-female pay committee. That's right, an all-female flyover at Coca-Cola. I've never seen this before. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, true. You can't say this on tape because if if Vivek is listening, they're going to vote against that entire committee. That's true. It's, It's a vote committee. No, I think Vivek would say, as he said in our show, he'd say, I don't care. <laughs> and uh, then he'd vote against them anyway, since Strive is voting against women at a two to one ratio. But the pattern's true here, Matt. Same thing. The pay committee has much more influence than the than the CEO and shareholders. Forty nine point seven percent rejected the say on pay at Coca Cola, near a near majority. And again, it- for those of you who, who don't do this nerdy stuff on the regular, that's a very high amount of shareholders that vote against anything. In fact, I think the difference is just um, Warren Buffett, isn't it? Yeah, probably true. Yeah, that's yeah. actually, yeah. Or in Cherry Charlie. Coke or whatever. Don't forget yeah. Charlie. Uh, this also happened at Intel. This is the last company, I think, on my list. Um, Intel, where the CEO pay was $179 million. The CEO worker pay ratio was 1,700 to 1. The CEO, Pat Gelsinger, has 19% of board influence. Again, this is data only can get here. The pay committee has 46% of influence. Wow. Say on pay, rejected at Intel outright. Rejected. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, Greta. I know Greta is blah, blah, blah me, but I think this is a really fascinating pattern that you can only find here. Only so here. that means we yeah. should be able to look through all of our data mm-hmm. and 
and figure out tired, which though. CEOs are most likely to get no on pay uh-huh. just by looking at the collective influence of the pay committees versus the CEO pay and then comparing that to the CEO pay package and whether or not it's it's outsized. What I want to know is when the pay committee has so much influence, is it getting to their heads? And are they like, are they like, is that why they're making these big pay? Why are they kissing the butt of the CEOs? Like, what's going on here? I don't understand this. I don't know, but I think I have some stats at the end of this to maybe help you. Uh, the last one I could cover is Activision Blizzard, uh, but oh, no, it doesn't it. matter. I just Bobby Kotick controls fifty-two percent of board influence. So again, this is his. This is his company. Doesn't matter. You just made me feel bad about myself. All right, what else? Before we get to Paul Hodgson, the great Paul Hodgson, what do you have for us? Man? All right, here's what I have. Ready? It's more of the same stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Come on, tell me. Here's what I've got. I, I there's a three or four very simple stats that I that I pulled. Okay. Yeah. So this help might help explain why you're seeing some of what you're seeing. When I look at all of the pay chairs globally, we're looking at 9,000 companies and their pay chairs, okay? 21% of the pay chairs globally rank in the bottom quartile in the last five years for CEO pay ratio. As in, I'm saying one in five pay chairs give their CEOs massive pay relative to peers and relative to the median employee, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And there are 27% who are in the top quartile. They're limiting pay. Of the bottom quartile company, okay. of those one in five. Bottom quartile, yeah. Nearly half of them are connected to other board members on that on their board. Right. So it's just a it's a it's a bro, a bro happy network. It is Greasing a measurable bombs. bro happy network. A measurable bro happy As network. As in you can see that pay chairs, when they're highly connected to your board, yeah. more often than not. Pay your CEOs a tremendous amount of money. So, yeah, my takeaway here is this, Matt. If you have uh, funds that you're voting and you're trying to figure all of this out, reach out to us and we'll tell you how to vote. We're going to predict to you who's going to pay your CEO too much money. So get ahead of this game. Don't wait to vote no afterwards and they don't have to listen to you. Vote no in advance. Vote out the pay chair in advance. It's like minority report. That's what we think. We're, it's pre-crime. That's what we're doing. Yeah, call us. And here's stat number two for you. You ready? Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Last stat before we mm-hmm. get to Paul. I looked at all of the combinations of CEO pay ratio performance for board members and TSR performance for board members. So here's yeah. what I'm going for. Okay. I want to know, do paid chairs who limit CEO pay do it when TSR is weak. Okay, I like this. The answer is, can I get a drum roll? I, I'm going to drum roll myself. Ready? The answer is, no. <laughs> okay. Not really. It's amazing what that you I, can play the drums and deliver the data. I like this. What I found was actually, yeah. when C, when the, the CEO is paid more, 20%, Fully one in five pay chairs who pay their CEOs the most money relative to the median employee also get neutral or terrible TSR. So it doesn't even reflect company performance. It does. There is no link between company performance and CEO pay where the pay chair is concerned. But 
is there a racial a vote on a racial equity audit? Because that's the that's the actual measure against excellence. None of this stuff you're talking about. That doesn't. <laughs> but that doesn't refer to actual excellence. That's. I'm not talking about excellence. I'm talking about something else. And this uh, is this why they think that ESG ESG data is woke because it talks about things like TSR and you know, performance. In, is in this what's woke about defense, it? In yeah. Strive's defense, they are voting against almost every pay package. That does seem to be something that they they're do voting against it because uh, because according to their methodology, if the company even breathes the word ESG in the proxy, they vote against uh, or racial. Or if there's a equity woman. audit or race yeah. or brown or yeah. yellow or so, you know that's, that's that's how they roll rainbows right. yeah they vote against ready them. for Let's paul hodgson to the great paul hodgson uh oh i like this uh paul is here to talk about director tenure i think Let, let's let paul tell you here we go all right hello there it's paul hodgson with the sgh statistic of the week uh, as promised earlier, I was going to come back to you with some statistics on director tenure. Did we had some that? data on term limits. The tenure piece of it is where the reality is, rather than you know asking directors to come off boards, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of median and average tenure there was. And I'll start with the S and P five hundred. It looks like since 2018, when we started collecting the data, the, the median director tenure has actually started to come down. The average has come down as well. Um, so it was seven years was the median in 2018, and it's now down to 6.3 in 2022. Um, and the, the longest board directors, the tenure for the S&P 500 is around 25 or so on average uh, throughout that period. So which is pretty long, uh, but it's nothing uh, when you get to the nothing when you get to the Russell three thousand. So let me just pull that up so we can have a look at that as well. So the longest average director tenure in the well, at one point it was pretty high um, at sixty nine years, which is quite extraordinary. But it looks like. Actually, the median for the Russell 3000 has been also declining. Uh, the median started out to 6.2 in 2018 is now down to 5.2 years in 2022. Uh, we don't have a lot of data for 2023 yet because the, most of the filings haven't appeared yet. So I'm not going to I'm not going to cover this year. And the average has come down also in the Russell 3000. So. Even though we found, you know, last week that there weren't very many term limits being applied to directors, it seems as if boards are kind of self-policing themselves in terms of, of having directors sit for relatively short periods of time. I mean, some of them are off in a matter of months, but most of the time, as we can see, it's between five and seven years, the median, um, although there are, as we as we noted, some directors that stay a lot longer than that um, and, and really couldn't be considered independent beyond 10 years. So this is Paul Hodgson with the SKH Statistic of the Week, signing off. A little board refreshment there. A little, that's what you're talking about, board refreshment. Yeah, I got a, I got a theory, though. Yeah. The reason why you're seeing all, all these directors, the tenure come down, is because the baby boomers are all dying. That's my theory. Uh, baby, but okay. I like it. <laughs> you don't. You don't care. That's all we got. 
Come back tomorrow when we're going to play a game tomorrow? Yeah, probably. We're Why gonna not? play some sort of game tomorrow. Maybe it'll be which anti-woke can run for president next? Oh. Can cool. we play that game? Are there more? We can it be the Christian chat GPT? We have Vivek. How many, but how many famous anti-ESG people are there? I guess Mike Pence. There's three, there's three famous anti-ESGers, no? Terry Branstad might run. He's okay. the, you know, like, uh, he's not going to run. But, but he's, he's the one donating. He's probably conferring with Vivek. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, We have look, that picture. Peter Thiel? When, when's Peter Thiel going to run? Peter like, Thiel's the one who basically funded Vivek's Vivek, car, right, current right. company. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's, all, it's all Vivek all the time now. Sure, sure, whatever. That's all we got. Come back tomorrow. Until then, goodbye.